The Gospel according to Matthew 13, 24-30, 36-43. Jesus put before the crowd another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who, who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at the harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Then he left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples approached him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He answered, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers, and they will throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then. The righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Let anyone with ears listen. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Why bad things happen to good people? Why our welfare and our faith in God is threatened? These are the variations of questions people ask in prayer to God to pastor and to their fellow friends and families. It's a fair enough question. When you do good, why you get bad? What's wrong when I, all that I offer to someone is good? Why do I have to get only bad and hurt? These are the questions we ask. In Matthew community, same questions surfaced. And Jesus here is coming up with another parable. Lately we have been dealing from Matthew's Gospel a lot. I don't want to do a recap. Last Sunday we did a parable of the sower. I gave you a brief definition of parable. So now Jesus is coming up with another parable of weed and the wheat. Matthew 13, 24 to 30 verses. The story of this parable goes like this. A good seed 
has been planted in the field. A good seed is planted to bring forth abundance, plentiful and the growth. And we see here a bad seed, that is the weed has been planted in the field. The good seed has been planted with the intentionality of bringing forth the good. The bad seed, that is the weed has been planted here by the enemy which exposes the identification or the mind of evil. So the two seeds are planted and the weed is shining, it's growing and its hopes are rising as it's blooming, what happens here is the weeds, the bad plants appear. So the disciples are coming, the slaves are coming to the master and they're asking, did you not sow good seed? Did you not sow good seed? Their question exposes or opens up two deep insights. Did you not sow good seed means it is, it shows the divine intentionality of good. Then how come the weeds appear? The second question is how come the weeds appear also explains the origin of evil. So the two things which puts us to ask the next question is God allowing evil or evil has its own creative power if we think in those terms it is like putting up Christian traditional affirmations questioning the goodness and power of our God. The answer the master gives here is the enemy sowed the wheat. The enemy sowed the wheat. So the disciples are asking here, what do you want us to do? Shall we go and uproot the wheat? The master says, wait, don't do that. When the harvest time comes, we can uproot them together, then the weed may be put into a burn and then we can collect the grain into barns. This is what the master is telling. So when we listen to this parable, the questions we may ask is, is God saying when suffering is happen, happening, when injustice, when lot of Thing, social evils are happening, we should just allow that and keep quiet. But Jesus here is saying, you have to wait. You have to wait. That, that in-between time is what he's talking, between the time of suffering and between the time of harvest, which we have uh, heard from Romans 8. Last week when I spoke, I said about the parable of the sower where he had this orderly approach to the plant. Everything he did, but then he couldn't control the nature, the birds, it just destroyed the crop. Similarly here, it is 
the master is insisting that you wait the wait time is there things are going to happen but there is going to come between now and then that is now is the wait time time then is the harvest time the master is telling here that they the weed and the wheat have to coexist the weed is a darner which is a poisonous and very powerful plant there's no way that you can separate them they coexist so closely it becomes difficult and impossible to separate them but the nature of this good seed is not lost as i said it has to bring forth the goodness in it so when it coexists with the weed what happens is the weed will rob out all the natural resources the nourishment the growth everything it will just dry out it will just rob everything out of the weed that weed gets nothing but still the weed has to coexist learn to live in that impurity as it is a metaphor of the word when god's word is sown there's going to be lot of opposition there's going to be falsehood untruth error people are going to counterfeit with lot of fake messages interpretations churches preachers everything but you shouldn't lose your potential for what you have been planted the motive the destiny to fulfill has to be always be going in the field in the world for a believer or for the seed so the coexistence is a must there is no separation between evil and good it is there in the world it is not like some superheroes story that the good man comes and kills everything that is not the story we are talking here you have to coexist the evil is present in the world there is no escape that is what the parable is saying if you are trying to plan some escape it is not going to happen because in romans 8 this is another very popular scripture apostle paul says the idea of life if you are trying to flee life from body in favor of getting existence into a spiritual plane then it is like you are not even living a life because in eight it talks about the whole creation is groaning for redemption whole creation now if for instance you take the creation at this pandemic times or the tornadoes the storms the catastrophes whatever is happening in the world the whole creation is groaning and it is waiting for redemption even as believers we are suffering going through lot of tribulations temptations and we are waiting for that redemption that then time that is going to happen when jesus returns so we will be released from that spirit of adoption to complete and full inheritance that god has promised to us through jesus christ even the holy spirit is groaning with us he shares in our burdens he shares in our suffering and is sealed until the day of jesus returns because he has to take care and lead us in a right way that we continue to do god's will 
So the creation, the people who believe in God, the Holy Spirit, everybody are groaning and waiting until that glorious day of redemption. There is no escape. If you are thinking there is escape and you are finding some place, then I think we are not even like trying to live in this world. So the coexist and no escape is what we have to get when we reflect on this parable. Many times when we talk, we try, we try to personify evil. It is like people saying, like, we're all good, you know, we're all very good, very good. Then who is the bad guy out there? Who is the bad guy if we're all good? Evil is a personification what we make. You do something wrong, you end up in a mess, and you find somebody saying, because of him or the Satan who made me do this, or it is the devilish work. But it is you who went after that. So you have to pull out the weed in your lives. Just pull out, just uproot them. It's, as I said, it's going to coexist, but you have to constantly keep pulling out, removing those weeds from your life. Because as I said, they coexist when the reaping time comes, Harvest time comes, it's going to be uprooted. Sometimes you, even the wheat will be affected because of the weeds. So we have to take care that we keep removing them. I remember the story my mom said during my college days, but I never read in this uh, in my college. It is about Dr. Faustus. It is a 16th century uh, European uh, play a tragical story on life and death. This Dr. Faustus is a physician and he's crazy after all fun stuff, you know. Uh, he wanted to try out all new things, go to Vatican, go visit uh, actors, enjoy life to the full, but he wanted to appear in a way that nobody can see him. He wanted to be invisible guy. So he'll make a pact with the devil saying that, uh, give me 24 years that I'll enjoy to the fullest all the desires and whatever choices I have, everything I'll do. After 24 years, I'll surrender my life to you. So after 20, uh, this guy had too much of fun, you know, when we have too much of fun, fun will always come back to us. So this guy had too much. So when, after 24 years, when the clock struck, 11 o'clock, now he's engulfed with tremendous fear and he starts writing that I hope the spears in heaven would just stop. This hour would cease. This day would be like a year. So he just wanted to stop everything. He doesn't want to give life. But what did he do? He just gave up himself for the pleasures, for the desires, for the fun he wanted to have. So evil is a personification, I say, because it is you who wanted to be like that. When you end up there, then you put something there and say, oh, the Satan is coming and taking me, or the devil is coming and taking me. You wanted to be there. So there is no escape from this kind of tendency or this kind of uh, thinking what we come up and trying to put always the blame game on others and personify as something bad and thing. We always have to realize we all have something 
good and bad in us. Sometimes bad dominates and we try to be perpetuators of injustice and many other evils in this world. This parable is a story once again for us to reflect and see where we are in our Christian and spiritual life and pull out the weeds. Try it. I'm not saying it's like one day job just to pull out. Constantly keep trying that we may enjoy the day of redemption, the day of harvest which is coming soon. As Paul says, it is a mixture of endurance and eagerness, this wait time. As you're waiting, harvest is going to happen but in between it's going to be incredibly slow. Wait is not really easy, even one minute wait can be one hour sometimes. It is going to be slow, but that eagerness and endurance will give you the hope, the hope which we don't see enough. May God bless these words, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.